1: you and I need to be real about who we are and resist the urge to pretend. The Bible says that you who are children of the Most High God need to put off, lay aside hypocrisy. Be who you are. Don't make excuses. Don't be content to stay that way, right? We've already established that who we are is imperfect and that his objective in our lives is to perfect us. We need to be cooperating with that.
0: Hypocrisy is one of the most hated sins by Jesus, and there's proof of this all throughout the Bible. The only people Jesus grew increasingly angry with was the religious leaders who were being hypocritical. Pastor Robert will be encouraging us to remain humble, honest servants, rejecting religious hypocrisy at every turn. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 2, verse 1, with today's message. His
1: love is Even after I came to know the Lord Jesus, I, I was confronted, you know, maybe 10 years had passed. My marriage, by the way, lasted roughly 18 months and we divorced, and it almost destroyed me. 19 years old and divorced and, and with a deep hatred toward two people, my ex-wife and her mother. And I, I wrestled with it for a while. And you know, after becoming a Christian, after moving down here and, and you know, becoming part of Youth Through the Mission, going through that training, one of our instructors said something that really hit home with me. Is there anyone? anyone in your life to whom you could not minister the love of the Lord Jesus if they walked through that door right now? If so, you have unforgiveness in your heart. And you need to repent and acknowledge that to to Jesus right now and and ask his forgiveness. Because the Bible says, you know, he took whatever they did upon himself and he bore it on the cross. And And I realized... I had not forgiven my mother in law or my ex wife. But then it occurred to me my, my mother in law was dead. So, what do I do with that? As I talked it over with some of my leadership, they pointed out to me that, you know, that, that really is irrelevant because your unforgiveness never negative, negatively impacted her anyway. It was just poisoning you on the inside. She had no idea. We hadn't had a conversation or any interaction whatsoever in 10 years. She was clueless. She probably didn't think about me three times in the past five years, you know what I mean? It, it's, I was the one suffering from that unforgiveness, that desire to see her get hers, the malice. He says, set that aside. That's completely inconsistent with your new identity in Christ. Here He presented himself to be humiliated and tortured to death for this person. He loves her, and you want to do harm to her. How, how is that? Let it go. You know, forgiving somebody doesn't mean that you trust them afterward or that you make them your best friend. You know, sometimes we, sometimes we corrupt biblical principles with humanistic ideas. Do you understand that? Sometimes we add to the biblical principles and distort them, forgive and forget. God does that. He doesn't say that that we have to do that or even that we can. No, if, if, if someone breaks into your home and steals things from you, you need to forgive that person. But that doesn't mean that you give them a house key. That's absurd. I agree. Some things are just dumb, you know, the ideas that we have. No, if they're not trustworthy, don't trust them. But let go of the malice. Let go of the unforgiveness. Let go of the desire to do them harm. You know, payback, Don't get mad. Get even. No, that's, that's not in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? It's not in there. Sure it is. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. No, no, no. That was, that was put in there to prevent people from putting out both eyes in everybody in the whole family. Because that's the way things were done in the ancient world. You put out one of my eyes... I'm gonna blind your whole family and cut off your ears. He said, No, an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. It was was mercy, actually. The next thing here is deceit on his list of corrupt qualities that mark our humanity, deceit. You know, I was thinking about that too, because I, I think deceit is usually, if not always, a result of unbelief. If you trust God, you don't have to tell a lie. I mean, if if you if you really trust him, and by the way, that's what faith is. Faith is, is not just believing everything's going to be all right, because sometimes, sometimes everything's not going to be all right, you know, even for Christians. Sometimes you, you're going to go through stuff. A dear friend of mine right now just found out that she's battling a more advanced cancer than she thought. She's pretty shaken. She loves the Lord. And so she's dealing with the questions that everybody deals with. when you. It's like, why is this, why, you know, why is this happening to me? Well, because we live in a messed up world. That's why. We live in a broken, fallen world in which there are things like cancer that we have to contend with, and Christians are not exempt. And any theology that would have you believe that you should be exempt is bad theology. It's bad doctrine. Christians go through stuff. We go through stuff. Faith takes us through those things relying upon our Father, not necessarily to make it all go away. Sometimes he just makes us ready. Daniel didn't magically disappear from the lion's den. You know that the three Hebrew children didn't magically disappear from the furnace. The fire didn't go out. They stayed right in the middle of it. They just didn't get burned. They weren't consumed by it. And we're tempted to lie. We're tempted to use deceit in those moments when we don't trust that God is going to take care of us as we go through whatever it is that we're tempted to lie about. You see what I'm saying there, Seth? You find yourself tempted to deceive, ask yourself why. If you'll just trust him and be truthful, he'll walk you through it. Now, the flip side of it is if if you decide you have to lie, you're free to do that and suffer the consequences. In other words, that, it's on you at that point. Many times we take matters into our own hands, and he allows us to do that. You know, we're just we're not as capable as he is, so it's very foolish when you... You do that. Hypocrisy, next on the list. That's a big one. Again, we talked about it last week. Hypocrisy was what got Ananias and Sapphira killed there in in that early church in Jerusalem. They were pretending to trust God more than they did. They were seeking glory, glory for themselves and pretending it was all about Jesus. You and I need to be real about who we are and resist the urge to pretend. The Bible says... That you who are children of the Most High God need to put off, lay aside hypocrisy. Be who you are. Don't make excuses. Don't be content to stay that way, right? We've already established that who we are is imperfect. And that his objective in our lives is to perfect us. We need to be cooperating with that. Now here's what that looks like. Guys, I need to wrap this up. Here's what that looks like. When you do something that's completely unChrist-like, you need to acknowledge it to the people who witnessed it. If nobody witnessed it but your father, awesome, that's great. You kept it between you and him, acknowledge it to him. But if you do it publicly, then you need to acknowledge it publicly. You know, I've had to with my children as they were growing up. I made sure that when I misrepresented the Lord Jesus Christ to my children, that I said to my children, would you please forgive me? That was wrong. I lost my temper, I right? Whatever. Shouldn't have said, Dad, or whatever the case may be. That's what it means to set aside hypocrisy and walk in humility. That's what it means. You do your best to, to, to correct those kind of behaviors. I've shared the story before. You know, at one point, my, my son David said to his mother, I'm just, I just wish Dad would stop doing that. I, he, he tells me he's sorry. He asked my free. I just wish he'd stop. Utterly broke me. Because I realize I'm making excuses for myself. Yes, I'm asking his forgiveness, but I'm continuing to do the same thing. I'm continuing to be short with him. I'm continuing to snap at him when I'm under stress. And so now this little six-year-old, seven-year-old, whatever he was at the time, he was over it. I just want daddy to stop doing that. that. The next one on the list is envy. You find yourself struggling with envy, the solution is to take a minute or two to thank God that you don't live somewhere else in this world, like Syria. I mean, we right. We could make a long list right now of places that we're glad not to be. Hebrews thirteen five says, "Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have." Well, that one should be underlined, right? That's that's one of those memory verses that should be on your mirror. Be content with such things as you have.
0: joining us today for this edition of Main Thing Radio. The name of our broadcast is our heart's desire to keep the main thing, the main thing. Jesus Christ crucified, glorified and honored as we study and apply his word.
2: Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We wanna take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, 12.30 and then again at 7 p.m. Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. At our
0: website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of 1 Peter. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com or send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of 1 Peter and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.